Not the chainsaw, please. Ah, a special guest has arrived, the man said, at their ears. June swung ahead, fireworks shooting through her vision, and saw nothing of the man holding them captive, but an arm draped in white silk. June's heart sank as a man wheeled in a dolly, their situation so much bleaker than she dared to imagine. Strapped to the dolly was Maximo Morales, naked and unconscious, quite possibly dead, and hairless, but for the skinny black curls on his head. A man had washed the blood from himself, and dressed neatly in black tuxedo and bow tie. He stood the dolly up vertically, leaving Maximo prone and unconscious, with only a strap to conceal his nudity, and joined the man in the white suit, moving out of June's field of vision. "'Max!' David shouted. He twisted his head to look at their captor. "'Let him go, you bastards! What did he ever do to you?' A soft chuckle met his plea. "'He was born,' the man in the white suit seethed. He crossed through our borders, into our home, like a goddamn cockroach. He was born here, June said, not that it mattered one way or the other. Reasoning with these monsters was futile, but someone had to speak for Max. His family's from Spain. His father's Americo Morales, David added, hoping it meant something to these maniacs. There goes, our man spat. I don't know what's worse. The man in the white suit ignored them, kept plodding forward. Build a bigger wall, they'll find other ways around it, under it, through it. The only reason we tolerate them is because they're so fucking good at what they do. And they do it with aplomb. A man picked up a metal bucket from the floor and tossed its contents at Max's face, painting him in crimson. David sank back against his chair, turning from the sight. Whose blood is it? June wondered. His or hers? That didn't matter either. It was the blood of every immigrant, legal and illegal, who had dared to cross these people. Max roused, shook the blood from his hair, and blinked it from his eyes. He sucked in a massive breath, his broad, skinny ribcage expanding, and let out a scream. "'Max!' June called. "'Max it us! June and David!' He blinked. The blood had dripped into his eyes, making the whites pink. "'Where the fuck am I?' He looked beyond them, at their captors, the associates. "'You fucking pricks! What are you doing to us?' "'We're going to get out of this, Max,' David said, though it was clear from his tone he didn't believe it himself. "'Like fuck you are,' a man said, and Max began to weep. "'This one,' the man in the white suit said, "'mincing around like a schoolgirl. "'Do you believe he was hoping to get married in my town? "'To another man? "'You see, this is what they bring to us, the Europeans,' "'he said the word with the purest contempt, "'as if his own ancestors were somehow nobler breed.' Shitty pop music with queerdom. And then the Mexicans, Christ. What to do with the Mexicans when they outlive their usefulness? I ask you this, Mr. and Mrs. Addison. When they didn't respond, he slammed his fist on the table between them, rattling the cutlery. Stubby fingers with clean square nails. The white cuff held a gold cufflink in the shape of some kind of sigil. His face remained out of sight. Why not make a nice meal out of them, hmm? He indicated the heads before them with a sweep of his hand, palm up. Eating is a ritual, after all. After the right, a man began sharpening a large kitchen knife. Shick, 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 wearing the look of fixed concentration as he stepped between them, still sharpening, and plucked a carving fork from the table. He jabbed it at an angle into the gardener's cheek. The blade carved flesh, a smell arising from the steaming meat, something like roast pork but slightly tangy and acidic.
The meat was white, and clear juices dripped down the gardener's chin. June felt a pang of hunger and turned away in disgust. She hadn't eaten since breakfast, and the strenuous afternoon had depleted her energy. Despite the type of meat now prickling her nostrils, she found it difficult not to salivate, and the thought that she'd partaken of York's forbidden fruit the night before, and still felt fine while David had vomited up every last bit, made her wonder what kind of monster she was herself, to not only have enjoyed it, but kept it down. Mm, 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 the man in the white suit smacked his lips. Looks scrumptious, doesn't it? Well, bon appetit, as the French say. Right, Armand? He added with a chuckle, and suddenly his chest exploded outward in a spray of blood, spattered against June and David's cheek, while from the doorway came a seemingly simultaneous explosion.